What it is, what it do is Big Mo. Welcome back to the Big Mo Podcast, episode 18. Shout out to everyone. How was your week? I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Um, If you're new here, welcome to the Big Mo Network. This is the show in uh, on the Big Mo Network, the Big Mo Podcast. Um, if you're new here, make sure you like, share, subscribe to the channel. It will mean a lot to me and you get to see future content make sure you hit that bell so that way you are notified anytime i go live or anytime um i put any new content out okay you can also sign up to the big mo network patreon which is the link is down below in the in the description but it's also right here if you need it patreon.com slash the big mo network all right, so you could go there. So I have a two tiers. I have a three dollar tier that gives you access to the Discord, but Discord is free now, so it just is basically at this point a tip jar, and more than appreciated. The five dollar tier gives you access to the Discord as well, and also I'm working on future um, perks for that, which most likely would be watch-alongs, um, maybe Zoom hangouts stuff like that where you can interact with me and others in the community if you guys want to send me a stream lab any questions messages you want to send me or anything you want me to read on the show you can hit my stream labs streamlabs.com slash big mo's movie reviews still can't fix that yet but i don't know if i can ever fix it <laughs> i hope everyone's doing great today we got a good show uh, a lot of a lot of topics today that I had some topics I was going to talk about on the last show, didn't have time for it. So I'm going to talk about it on this show. Um, also, if you need the Discord link, the Discord link is down below. The Discord is very fun. It's free for anybody who wants to join. It's so much fun. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone will like it. We've been having so much fun lately in the, in the community with it. Pardon me, I was parched. Um, what up, Matt? Uh, speaking of Matt, I want to shout out to all my $5 tier Patreon um, supporters. I want to shout out to Matt Munoz, Lloyd Nance, and Jared Jenkins for being my three Patreon members so far. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. You guys are um, awesome. It's awesome. It means a lot to me. Um, Matt said, was good, homie. was good, man. It's been good. It's been one hell of a, one, one, one hell of a week started back work all that shit so it's been it's been weird getting back into real life shit you know why the hell does an ad playing on my music <laughs> there we go fixing now sorry <laughs> next issue podcast yo danny what up what up what's what it do parched lol yeah man i'm thirsty i'm thirsty I had to rush i was eating something and then 
all my texture was all over the place and being pain in the ass. Also, if you guys want to listen to this podcast in audio form, it's available on all uh, audio or podcast streaming and everything is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I think it's on other stuff, but I forgot. Um, I have a link to, in the description down below as well, or I will have. I don't know if it's up right now, but I will have it in the description below. And it'll take you to all my um, all the spots where my podcast is available on streaming. Um, because some people, you know, some people don't have the time to watch it, to watch me, you know. Um, and they could just listen to it on the ride to work, ride home. It's only usually only do an hour show, so it's not too um, long for people to be like, oh, tuning out. So I try to keep it as short as possible, short and sweet. Um, but yeah, so. I started back up work this week. That was that was something. Started work this week. Um, back in the school building now with um, those kids weren't in yet. The kids come on Monday. They come back on Monday, so I still have time, like before I have to deal with the kids and stuff like that. But so far, it's been it's been fine. The first two days kind of flew by because we were doing a lot of stuff, so it really didn't. It wasn't bothersome. I didn't. I wasn't. Bad. I just made sure I was busy so that way sh- the day will go by fast because there's nothing worse than being like in meetings and and then just fucking just sitting there not doing anything and then that's what sucks. Um, let me see my lighting. Is my lighting good? I think that that might be a little bit better. All right, but yeah. So I wanna. How was everyone else's week? How was your week, Danny? How was your week, on um, Matt? I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys had a good, great week. Um, anything special you guys did? <coughs> I know shit is crazy still out there, but you know, you <laughs> shout out Matt. You're beautiful, Mo. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate. It. I, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna start off with the, you know, the. The sad news about this week, which is um, that is the 20th anniversary of September 11th. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Um, that's still one of the days that stick in and stay in my brain the long, the most. Is like I remember everything that happened that day. You know, Danny goes too long, and it was only four days. LOL, nine special, just early releases release on Friday. Get that weekend going. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, so like I was saying, I remember I think I was in third grade. I could I think I was in third grade, if I'm not mistaken. So it was it was that's how much that day sticks in my head that I remember it at third grade. Third grade. So I remember we were in class. I think we were transferring classrooms. And then I heard overheard we overheard some of the teachers talking. And the teachers was like, oh, a small plane hit, hit the Twin Towers. So we didn't think about it. We were like, okay, whatever, I guess, you know. And then I remember being in class and we had the window facing like the city, but you can't really see the city, but you could you could tell it was coming from the city because we saw smoke. So we were like, what is that? Like, that's a lot of smoke, whatever. But we kids, so we're not thinking, we ain't thinking of anything. Um, then all of a sudden, um, the phone starts ringing, and it's um, 
one of the kid's parents and he's getting picked up early so we're like all the kids are all hyped they're like oh shit oh shit we're gonna get picked up early everyone's gonna leave early so we were just hyped just to leave school you know so we get picked up so another person gets called in and then another person gets called in and then another person and i'm like yo oh my god yo we go home right so i go and i get picked up by my mom in the office and she's crying and i'm like what the well, that's when i'm like what's going on because it's weird why would you be crying and that's when i heard the news about the twin towers and shit like that and the thing about where we live where i used to live um we weren't we weren't that far from the river so we could see the twin towers from like our block we could have seen them so it was, it's crazy like we saw the smoke and everything and then when i saw the newscast and everything and i saw everything that happened that shit was wild that shit was wild man and it's it's so fucking sad and then it was not only here it was in the pentagon and and also in um the united united 93 the 993 fight that went down you know because they fought i mean listen i'm i'm fighting my way through that shit too i'm telling you right now like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out fucking fighting but yeah so it's it's still one of those days that's like haunt haunting like anytime you go into the city like you remember that shit you think about it you think about scenario you're like yo like what if that shit happens again like that's what happens a lot to me like i think like yo what if this happens a lot one of this happens again and then what am i gonna do right now so i always have that imprinted in my mind like one of the people that was in my building that used to live in my building had um had fucking well, worked there i think she i think she worked in the building where she worked she worked around that area financial district and she came back all covered in soot and all the the dust from the from the building and everything like that and it was like wow like that's crazy like when somebody that you actually know is dealing with that you know it's 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 crazy but like i want to thank all the you know the um, what you call them? The, the first responders the fire department the police department anybody who who tried to save lives going back into those towers and getting people out and and uh, rest in peace to all the people that we lost that day it was a lot between the trade center and and the pentagon and the united 93 it was just a, a sad day for america but especially for new york it was one of those days that us new yorkers will never forget especially it doesn't matter what age you are unless you like really really little but if you if you're in a certain age where you kind of still remember shit you're gonna remember that like that's something that does will never leave your mind i remember us being outside and we're listening to the radios from the cars and seeing what was going on i remember maybe like a week after that we had a big storm and i remember we had jets flying over since since that happened so we used to hear like the jets and shit and then one night was a big like big storm big fucking storm and um all of a sudden like in the middle of the night a loud like boom like a big thunder sounded and it was like and all of a sudden i hear my mom screaming and i'm like i'm like holy shit 
I'm like, so I go to my, I go to my mom and say, mom, that was just thunder. Mom, just, she thought it was a bomb going off. That's how traumatized we were because after that too, that's why they got, that's why all the parents came and got their kids out of the schools as well, because there were threats against schools. People were thinking of threats against like school buildings and shit like that. So everybody was like on high alert, like. I remember my dad, my dad was a truck driver and he was in the city at the time, down in the city and his his dispatcher or whatever told him, get out of there, get, get out of there. My dad didn't come home to like real late on that night because all the traffic and shit like that, like it was gridlock, like you wouldn't even imagine, like the worst traffic ever and all um, because everybody, it was Everybody was trying to get out. Everybody was forced to get out of the city, you know? I don't think even the trains were running. People had to walk. Um, yeah, the trains weren't running. People had to walk the bridges and stuff like that to get back to Brooklyn or Queens or whatever the case was. So that was one. That was a terrifying time. I remember also, since we were waiting and we were all nervous, my uncle was making, um, my uncle was making um, coffee in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, we we started hearing like the the alarm or whatever, the smoke alarm. We realized the coffee pot came on fire or whatever the case was, because we he wasn't being um uh, he wasn't paying attention to it because he, we were so nervous about my dad and shit. And then all of a sudden, like we had to go and and, and stop the fire and everything like that. Like it was it was nuts, man. Crazy time, crazy time. And it is, it's, it's impactful for the United States. Like, especially like, I remember when we finally got baseball back and it was just like, all those games in New York meant something. Like even the Mets, I think the Mets were the first ones to come back from the first ones to have a game after 9-11. And Mike Piazza hit that home run. It's like, no matter if you're a Mets fan or Yankee fan or whatever, that was special, you know? And the same thing goes with like when the Yankees went to the World Series and shit. It was big. It was big, man. With uh, George Bush throwing out the first pitch, and uh, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter told them, "If you it, um, don't bounce it or they'll boo you." That's freaking classic, like classic. Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of bad memories when it comes to September 11th. But then there's some good memories seeing everyone together. And everyone fighting for a certain cause and nobody like really going after each other. Um, but that was a that was a tough time. It's still it's still tough to think about whenever you see the see the twin towers pictures of them blowing up and falling and collapsing and stuff like that. It's still tough to watch. Um, but it's crazy though because sometimes I wa- I like to watch the documentaries of it. And every time I watch it, it's hard to watch, but I still like to watch it. Um, World Trade Center is a great movie, in my opinion, like with Nicolas Cage and uh, Michael Pena. I think John Bernthal's in it, too, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I think he has a small part in it, if I'm not mistaken. That was a pretty good movie. But, yeah, so shout out to all the people, you know, rest in peace to all the people that that risk their lives to save others and recipes to all the all the innocent people who died that day whether in planes or in the towers you know 
it's all about Zero Dark Thirty. What do you mean? The movie is all about that stuff? Yeah, I, I, I have to watch the movie again. I haven't. Seen, I think I've seen the movie twice, but each time I've seen it, I haven't really paid paid attention to it. Like I'll be doing something else. I'll be on my phone or whatever, and not fully paying attention to it. So I, I want to see it again. What are some of your favorite movies that have to do with September 11th? Um, if you're not here live right now, um, you can write in the comments below of what is your favorite um, September 11th movie. Um, all the events that happen around September 11th. I mean, it's not like those movies are like my favorite movies of all time, but they're good movies and they show you like, well, some of them. I haven't seen United 93, which I heard is pretty good from what I, people I've heard, you know. Um, World Trade Center is my favorite one so so far. And Zero Dark Thirty, if that has to do with it, that's um, that's that's a good movie as well. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get out of this this funk. Let's stop talking about depressing shit and let's get to some of the one of the main topics of today. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be reviewing two albums, two albums from last week. I had enough time to digest them. And really, really, really like listen to these albums and come up with an opinion um, for myself. So I'm going to re be reviewing Donda by Kanye West. Kanye West's new album, Donda. Still haven't had, I don't know what, where the hell the, the explicit version. We still have the clean version and it's annoying me. I can't stand like when I'm listening to music and I hear blanks where words should be. And I'm just like, oh, like, come on, just give me a fucking just give me the explicit version already. Like, what are you doing, Kanye? If I'm not mistaken, there's two versions of the album on Apple unless they changed it. And both versions are both clean. So it's like two of the same album, like makes no sense. But Donda, my review of it. OK, so Don I. I like Kanye West, right? I always love Kanye West. I feel like, though, in the last probably four albums, four or three albums, I'm trying to think because it's been a while. So we have Donda, right? Before Donda was, um, before Donda, what was it? It was Ye, right? It was Donda. Donda's now. It was Ye. It was, um, the Life of Pablo. Fuck, I should pull that up. Hold up. Give me a second. Yeah, I, lo I love Jay-Z. And yeah, Matt, it's on Donda was Kanye's mom's name. So this 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 album was meant to be like kind of a, a homage to her, but it didn't feel like that, in my opinion, with certain things. Certain songs didn't feel right. You know, you, you know like... I don't know. Sonically, Kanye West will always be nice sonically. And and he's one of those artists that's just like he always likes to break like break what what break new ground on certain like sounds and shit like that. So okay, so we had nah I pulled up the album. So we had Donda before this was Jesus is King, which was the gospel one. Which I didn't like. There was a few, few songs in it that I that I fucked with, but overall, I'm like, eh, that's not it, Kanye. Yay was eh. Yay, well, I didn't like Yay. I probably liked a couple of songs, like even in, even in his worst albums, I still like a few songs of his. 
Um, Life of Pablo was good. I enjoyed Life of Pablo. Um, Yeezus was okay. Yeezus grew on me more than um, than when I first listened to it. I think it was because I went with my boy um, Darius, aka HD Been Dope. If you guys don't know who HD Been Dope is, do me a favor. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag his name. I'm gonna put his name on the bottom. Matt, if you want to pin it, I, if you can pin it, um, that's an HD been dope. If you guys love music, love hip hop, I suggest you really go look at uh, look for HD been dope on YouTube on Apple Music. He has great music. Um, he has some really good things coming out pretty soon that he's been talking about, but. I will have him on the show eventually to eventually talk about those things. So only I can pin it. Let me see. Does it work? I mean, I could put it like this, right? But I don't know. I can't do it from here. I would have to do it from YouTube itself. And it's fine. Um, you could just see it there or anything. But yeah, so great music if you want to listen to him. Um, where was I? Oh, oh, that's what I was saying. Because we went, we went to... Um, the Yeezus concert, right? He had he had gotten tickets from his friend, and he was going in for free, but his friend couldn't make it. So, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt, for putting it down there. Um, so we went, and he 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 had an extra ticket because his friend didn't go. That gave him the tickets. So he hit me up. He was like, "Bro, you close to Barclays?" I was like, "I'm not that close, but I could get there quick." And he was like, all right, so come come through. We're going to Yeezy's concert. I have an extra ticket. Bro, that was my first concert I've ever been to and my last concert. I haven't been to any concert since. Um, and it was one of the best fucking times I've ever had, man. It's always good to go free. So on top of that, it was free. But I've never experienced so much fun as in, like, the that time. Like, we were going we were going off with the music, man. We were going crazy and and the album grew on me more and more since i went to that um since i went to that concert you know so that album is not as bad to me as it was when i first listened to it then after um before Jesus was uh my dark my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which to me is neck and neck with my favorite kanye album right there with graduation graduation is my i think my number one honestly graduation is so fucking special that that fucking that fucking album is top to bottom fucking fantastic you can't beat that album man good morning champion stronger and i wonder if you know what me that song's fire the good life can't tell me nothing very bonds drunken hot girls Flashing lights, everything I am, the glory, homecoming, big brother, and good night. I mean, come on. Every song on that fucking album is top notch, untouchable to me, in my opinion. And same thing with all oh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That's that's what made Kanye huge was those two albums. 808 Heartbreaks is fucking amazing too. And of course, late registration and, and college dropout. But Kanye hasn't done an album. I think to me, his last best album is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I like Life of Pablo, but it's still not up to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy status, you know? So he has how many albums does Ye have? He has 
college dropout so one two three four five six seven eight nine ten he has ten albums i will place probably life of pablo in the middle somewhere it's not bad but it's not like his best you know i will put if i have to go top five kanye albums graduation number one my beautiful dark twisted fantasy number two um ah, late registration number three eight away heartbreaks number four and then college job on number five and then i'll put honestly then i'll put the life of pablo matt goes i still listen to kanye but it's all old stuff because that's the best kanye that is the best kanye bro like it's period bar none that's the best kanye that we that we have. and i don't think we're ever gonna get that kanye back it, it it just is what it is we're not gonna get that kanye back so as long that's the great thing about music we have the old kanye all you gotta do is just go listen to it that's it you know i appreciate that he likes to push boundaries with his music and sonically he's probably one of the most unique artists like you already know it's a kanye track just by his beats and the way he produces you know Matt goes, but I'm really digging, still sipping from the new Paul Wall album. It's crazy how Paul Wall is fucking, is um, is out here making an album, bro. I haven't heard Paul Wall since, since Sideways. Yo, I haven't heard Paul Wall since the early, since the mid-2000s, bro. Or the early 2010s. It definitely was mid-2000s. I haven't heard him in a long time. Danny goes, Watch the Throne is my fave, but I'm biased because I go to that because I you went to the concert. The Watch the Throne, I didn't I didn't put it in there just because I I know it's uh it's him and Jay Z. The same way I didn't put the the one with him and Cuddy because I was just talking about his solo album. But Watch the Throne is top five for Kanye. If I'm taking all, if I'm taking his collaborations, that's definitely top five for sure. I would kick uh, College Drop Down, College Drop Out. A little bit down because college dropout has some classic songs but to me overall from top to bottom is not my favorite is not out of all his classic albums is my least favorite but it's still fucking amazing paul wow baby texas boy oh yeah you from texas i forgot about that danny texas texas boy you from texas the people's tramp the people's tramp is paul wall Sitting sideways, boys in the days. Sitting sideways, boys in the days. That shit was fire, man. That was in my middle school days. Middle school days, listening to that shit. Was it or was it freshman year of high school? I don't know. It definitely, it feels like a middle school days. <laughs> but yeah, so going into Donda, right? Highlights for me is Jail is a great song to me. Jail is really good. But Jay-Z's verse is what makes it better. You know, Jay-Z's verse is what makes that song great, in my opinion. Off the Grid is a fucking banger. It's a fucking banger, except for Cardi. I hate Playboy Cardi. I'm sorry, but Playboy Cardi is fucking terrible. His voice is just... Oh, ugh. It's like, ugh. It gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies, bro. Like, it's so bad. It's so... Like that whole screeching, like fucking squeaky voice shit is so stupid. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Like, you sound like a fucking mouse. 
You sound like when when people um change the pitch and shit, put it high up, and then you like fucking sound like a like a little like that and shit. <laughs> but the thing that made off the grid good was the beat the beat transition from the first part of the song to the second part of the song with Fabio the foreign. Um, when they when Ye transitioned the beat into a into a drill beat. Oh my god. What a transition. And Fabio probably had the best verse of his whole life. Probably will be his best verse of his whole life. Because I think he's gotten better. At in the beginning, he wasn't as good. Like he had he had his he had his joints, you know, that were cool and everything. But this song showed that I was like, yo, this dude could spit. Like, just spit, bro. Just spit. Just just do that, bro. Because I guess I guess Kanye gave Kanye was basically like, here, bro. I let you have the rest of the song, basically, and he went off for like it felt like two minutes. I probably wasn't two minutes. I'm probably exaggerating, but it felt like two minutes because he was just spazzing, spazzing. And I was like, "All right, all right, Fabio, I see what you're doing here, bro. Nice." Um, but yeah, that Fabio saved that song to me. Kanye had a had a cool verse, but some of the shit he was saying was corny. That's the only thing about Kanye, bro. Like his verses sometimes be corny as fuck. He comes with some whack shit, bro. And it's like, ah, come on, man. Um, Hurricane is probably up there with one of my favorite songs on the album. It might be my favorite song on the album. I mean, you can't go wrong with The Weeknd. Like, you really can't go wrong with The Weeknd at this point. The Weeknd is like, anything he touches turns to gold at this point. He got the Midas touch. Like, he's just so good. Uh, his voice lends well to the fucking beat. Um, and Little Baby has gotten... Yo, Little Baby from starting when Drake made that song with him you know oh what was it i forgot the name of the song but made that song with him and that's when i first heard little baby honestly a lot of these rappers that are big now is because you heard fucking drake do a remix with them that's to be honest that's how it is <laughs> excuse me but yeah so um little baby has gotten so and last year he was on a roll bro little baby was on a roll and He's probably one of my favorite artists right now working today. Like, rap artists in the rap game. Like, one of the new ones. He's one of my favorites. Because he got actually spit, you know? He got actually spit. So, between, like, between Kanye, The Weeknd, and Lil Baby, that fucking Hurricane song is an absolute fucking banger, bro. Praise God is a great song. Believe What I Say with the Lauren Hill sample is probably another sleeper hit for me. That's another that's another one where it's like fuck like the production on that shit is just oh oh the only part the this one he has a lot of other songs that I like on the album but the thing to me with these with this Kanye album and what I feel like his last couple of albums yes it's atmospheric and it's cool like you feel like a vibe a different vibe when you listen to his music but sometimes he goes a little too long with it like sometimes it's long winded and it gets to the point where it's like, okay, when is this song fucking done? Because it's just repeating kind of the same thing. It's creating a tone and a vibe, but sometimes I don't fuck with that vibe, you know? And it's a, it lasts a little too long. And I get it. Music is subjective, and 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 I like that he's experimenting with shit like he always does. But it just, the album didn't sit with me. Like, especially with a title named Donda, knowing that's, that's your mother. And I felt like it should have been, first of all, it should not have been 27 songs. 27 songs was 
way too long. And then all these part twos were stupid. I think the part twos should have been like, should have, there should never have been no part twos. You either take the best verses from each of those parts and make them one song, or you pick one of the songs and that's it. And you stick with that because, or you make a long, like make once, just make the one song and combine them together and take out the weak, the weak verses, you know? That's what I say. But he didn't do that. So he has all this album, the first album, the first um, half of the album, he has all the songs. And then he has part twos and all the rest of the album. And I'm like, bro, like nobody wants to hear the same fucking song again. I'm not, I don't want to hear the same song again unless it's like a remix. And that's the thing too, like a little side note, like a little side tangent here. Remix are, are not the same anymore. I remember back then when growing up, when we heard a remix, it was like a new fucking beat. Everybody had new verses. Nobody. It wasn't like okay, if I'm making a a, a a freestyle to Hurricane, right? The these days the remixes are is Hurricane. All the same people like the little baby and the weekend and Kanye will have the same verse, right? And then the new person that came in, say Fifty Cent or whatever comes to mind, came in and they spit their new verse. That's the remix. No, back then it was like okay, we're doing a remix. They will have the same like Lil Baby and the Weekend and Kanye. They will write new verses for that shit, and and then the new person will come in will write their verse, and it'll be that's a fucking remix. And then sometimes it will change the beat, twist, uh, um, change it up a bit, and it'll be different. It's like okay, this is like a new type of beat. This is fire, you know. But they don't do that no more now. It's but th this was not a remix. But that was a little side note that I just remix popped into my head, and I was like, I had to get that out. Yeah, Matt goes, Kanye can get mad corny. Yeah, he can. He can at times get really corny, man. Really corny. And then and then it's it's not even a corny where it's like, okay, it's fine. Like I get it. It's a corny where it's like, bro, like you really put that in the in the in the album? Trash. Um then he goes, The weekend reminds me of Michael Jackson. He has some of those intangible qualities in his voice. Spot on, Danny. I've always said that. From for the longest, I've always said that the weekend is today's modern day um Michael Jackson, just without the dancing. Like weekend dances, like if you were to take the weekend, right, and mix him with I know people don't like him, Chris Brown with the dance moves, that's the perfect Michael Jackson right there. That's some Michael Jackson carbon copy right there because the weekend has his voice down fucking packed, bro. Like down fucking packed, and especially some songs. If you told me, if you told me some songs were fucking Michael Jackson, I will believe you. I will believe you. If you told me some of these, like some like Take My Breath and some of these other songs were made back in the days, definitely I would have been like, oh, that's Michael Jackson. That's pop. I never heard that song. <laughs> This the remix to Anish. Oh my god, bro! I love that song, but Kanye, uh, uh, fucking R. Kelly is a piece of shit, and I, I sucks, man, because that's one of my favorite songs of all time. But I can never sing that ever again without thinking about that piece of shit ever again, man. Oh, boy, what a what a kill! What a what a kill he was, man. Fucked up his whole like career. I don't view this. I don't view his music the same anymore, man. Like I don't. 
Matt goes, what about Usher's dancing? Usher is a great dancer too. Usher was before before Brown Chris Brown, it was Usher. But I feel like Chris Brown is a better dancer than Usher, in my opinion. They could still go. Like they I could see him still go. Like, but I think I think um Chris Brown is much better dancer than Usher. Omarion is a good dancer too, but that's without being saying. Like Omarion is is slept on big time. Anyway, if you guys in the middle of this, if you guys are new and you just popped in, I would like to tell you guys I have a Patreon. You guys could subscribe to my Patreon, the Big Bone Network. Two tiers. I have a three dollar tier, five dollar tier, five dollar tier gets you watch alongs and 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 exclusive perks for being a five dollar tier member. The three dollar tier member is just basically like a tip jar. Before it was just to it was to get you access to the Discord, but now I made the Discord free. So if you guys want to join the Discord, is in the comments below in the description below, or it's right here. Oh no, I don't have it in here. I have the Patreon here. Also, if you want to send me a stream lab as well, you may send me a stream lab. I don't know. Matt, did you send me a stream lab? Did Danny send me a stream lab? I don't know. I'm just to check out. I haven't checked so. Just in case, if you guys ever send me a, a, a stream lab and you're on the show watching, let me know so that way, because I don't have it, I don't have screens or whatever to see um where my stream lab comes or whatever. So if you do send a stream lab, just let me know in the comments or in the in the um, in the chat. If if I see it in the comments later, I mean I'll be sure to read it in the next um live show. Okay, um, so let's get back. So. With with Donda, that's why I said I said it. I feel like it's long winded. It's 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 sonically beautiful. I love the choir sections and some of the choir like the choir use in Hurricane is fucking phenomenal. Um, but like I said, it's long winded. It's it's by far not his best album. Sorry, it's not. He took out one of the best songs probably on the album, which was the song that Drake leaked. We'll get to Drake, but that Drake leaked um, where Kanye was talking shit about him on a song that was meant to be about his mom. Like, where Andre 3000 probably spent the best verse of the year and the most emotional voice uh, uh, verse of the year, and he didn't put that shit on the album because you know why? Because he was dissing Drake, which this whole fucking feud and and... And fucking drama and beef between Drake and Kanye is so stupid. I wouldn't be surprised if three years later we find out it was all fucking it was all funny games and it was not even a not even bad. It was not even that serious. <laughs> I'll be shocked, but I wouldn't put it past it. You know? But I do I do feel like eventually they'll make up Kanye, Kanye and Drake. Come on, like it's been too long. It's been too long. We need. I need a Drake and, and fucking Kanye song. Like, come on. We all know. We all know. As much as I'm a Drake stan, we all know Drake would never be where he's at if it wasn't for Kanye's 808 heartbreaks or Kanye in general. It is what it is. <clears throat> hey, shout out to Amanda. Amanda, what up? Uh, it's marketing. I laugh my ass off. Yeah, it is. It's definitely marketing. Definitely mark marketing for sure. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's like it 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 sells it sells like right now you have two of the best albums of the year probably right now, and and back to back like they literally came out in the same week. So, in all in all, if I were to grade 
this album out of 10 stars for me. I gave it a 6.5 earlier today before I re-listened to it again for like probably like the fifth time. And I think I will still give it a um I think I will give it a seven. A seven a solid seven out of ten. And I will only say seven out of ten because there's some songs that I really, really do like. And obviously Kanye's production is just bar none, probably the best production in the game. So it's always good to hear a Kanye um album, but it was just a little bit long-winded, like I said, like I said a thousand times. So I will give it a seven out of ten. Final my, my final score. So let's move on to the al- other album that came out September 3rd from my favorite artist, my favorite rapper right now. And he's climbing up that list, man, every time. Like Drake is my favorite artist in the last 10, 10 years, right? And I feel like he's just climbing up that list of my top 10 favorite rappers of all time. Like he was definitely in my top 10, but now he's like the more the more I see the consistency the more I put him up higher on my list. So he's reaching that top five. He's really reaching that top five because I'm starting to see like, as much as I love like guys like Biggie and and like, well, especially Biggie and you know, because Biggie is probably one of my favorite. He's going to stay in my top 10, I'm um, top five without a doubt, but he might be knocked down a few pegs only for one reason is because of his longevity unfortunately he got killed and we only got one album when he was alive and then and and, and one album when he was dead the post well we got more albums after he died but only t- two albums that we got from him and then the rest were we had the biggie greatest hits and then we had the biggie duets which was a great album but it's not anything new from him so i feel like just because of that like he's my number one artist because i grew up listening to biggie and being from brooklyn it's one of those things where it's just like biggie man it's biggie it is fucking biggie there's no way in hell i could go against biggie so he's definitely number one but drake is coming up there going right up there him j cole as well but yeah so that album now i'm talking about is certified lover boy clb um <laughs> this album man it was, it was supposed to come out in january but they kept on delaying and I feel like I feel like I remember I was telling everybody it was gonna come out July 24th. It's gonna come out my birthday, around my birthday. Excuse me. Let me get a sip of water. I said it's gonna come around my birthday, which is July 24th, right? So that's when Kanye, um, the Kanye, I think had the album had the um, album listening party on Friday, on Thursday, that Thursday. I was like, oh shit, Kanye is gonna drop instead of Drake? Wow. And then I feel like Drake was just waiting for Kanye to drop first. I think that's what it was. He was waiting for Kanye to drop first. So then Drake right after him be like, Mom was coming this Friday. So it he waited all the way to that. And and with Kanye posting like Drake's address and shit like that. <laughs> Fucking clown ass shit, bro. But we got to Friday. We got to the album. And upon first listening, there was a lot of songs where I was like, okay, like I like them, right? I like these songs. I really do like these songs. But 
I don't feel like it's his best work, right? So, especially that was a song. Listen, the hottest song right now, well, because of the video and everything, is way too sexy. I remember first hearing that me and my boy Kels, we were, we were listening together. We were not in the same, but we were texting each other back and forth. And that was the song where we were like, what the fuck is this? And from the get, I hate it. And I never hate a Drake song, but I couldn't stand it, right? And I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but it was after um, after listening to the album the first time and the second time. I still didn't like it. But then they released the video. And I don't know why, but seeing how funny the video is made me like the song more. Because I was seeing where they were going with it. They were having fun with it. It wasn't a serious fucking song. It was a song that is going to be in the club. You know Way Too Sexy is going to be in the club. For sure. It's a club song. But then when you see how fun they're having with it, it's like, bro, how can I hate this song? Like, you might not vibe with it. You know, it might not be your favorite song on the album. It's not my favorite song on the album. But I don't hate it anymore. I actually like it. And now when I hear it, I'm like, yo, I feel confident in myself and shit like that. <laughs> because honestly, this is like a freaking girl. This is like a girl, a, a boy version of WAP. Straight up. Like, this is our fucking song. But then you got girls jamming to this song like it's about them. No, it's for us to feel sexy, bro. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Let us have something. <laughs> no, but I love that. I like that song. But Drake's album, man, it's one that grows on you. If you give it more time and listen to it more it grows on you exponentially it's probably my top three drake albums i'm not kidding you know why because also drake I, like i love all facets of drake i love his um do you do we need a boy version of wow <laughs> i mean not in that sense but um uh, it's you know what I mean, Danny. Don't be trying to twist my words. Get out of here. Um, but <laughs> because I'm not gonna try to explain and then probably fucking fuck up and say something I maybe shouldn't have or whatever the case is. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on that shit. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah. So the thing when when Drake, I love I love sad emo Drake. I love all that shit. You know. Um, but when Drake bars up and and really spits that's when he creates his best music to me like you're not gonna tell me otherwise when is when is when drake is rapping 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 it's untouchable man and, and drake is this album like from starts like always what well, drake is always good at this his intros and outros are always just outstanding like champagne poetry his his, his intro is probably it's up there with probably one of my favorite intros. The fucking sample. I love you. I love you. I love you. Until I, until I. Fucking amazing sample. And it just continues his fucking consistency of fucking dope intros. And then his outro. I'll skip to the end. Like the remorse. is an, another great fucking outro. It's fucking amazing. Um, Then after that you got Poppy's Home. Which is. That that's a great song. Probably kind of dissing like people and shit like that. Like dissing like he's basically dissing on people that 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 try to come for him and shit like that. And it was like, oh, sorry, I've been away. 
you know, you didn't have a you didn't have my name in your mouth or whatever it is. <laughs> then you had um songs like Girl Girls Want Girls with Little Baby, which we all know Amanda Amanda knows because Amanda uh, Amanda watches the Low Priori podcast. But just like Danny, I fucking started dying laughing at that part when he says he said said that you're a lesbian girl me too it was like i <laughs> it came out of nowhere for me i like the bar but it came out of nowhere for me and i was just like i was like the drink just said that shit that shit was funny and then yeah uh that song was with little baby which again little baby is fucking putting in work man little baby's putting in work you got in the Bible. In the Bible was good too. Love all with Jay Z is so good. Oh my God! And Drake on that hook, it's Drake on that hook is just phenomenal. Um, Fair Trade with Travis Scott, another banger. Way too sexy is okay. It grew on me way more than it than it, than in the beginning. TSU, yo, bro. If you're from Houston or the same thing with with uh, with in too deep with future and future if you're from houston and texas you're gonna love that song i don't know if danny i don't know if you listen to that um song yet tsu and um and into deep because into deep started the sample of into deep in the beginning is from the song with bum b and pimp c and i forgot what the name of the song is uh the name of the song was uh, Get the Road. Yeah, Get the Road. They used a sample from that. Dun, 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 dun. Like, it was it was dope. Uh, Pipe Down is, I think Pipe Down is my favorite song on the album for personal reasons. It's just, it, you, Drake is hurt on that shit. Like, and he's going, he's going at this girl probably wrong and shit it's just i it connects to me personally if anybody if you guys know you guys know i put out that um i was i was writing i'm usually i usually don't put out music or even it wasn't really music it was a voice memo that i put out and um and absolutely like poured my soul on that shit and i put it out and I want to finish the song. I haven't finished the song, but I used the pipe down beat and I used that beat and I got inspiration from that song because it's, it's, it's a wonderful song. The fucking instrumental is fire. Like it's a great song. Yeba's heartbreak is a perfect, like little break between that too, because Yeba has an amazing voice. Like I can't wait. I think she had her debut album. I don't know if it, she just put it out or it was like a week before the Drake um, album came out. But I got to check her album because I love her voice. And I love when Drake does this. Drake always makes songs and lets the artist that's featuring it, like, that's their song. Same thing like with Take Care. Take Care, he had Kendrick. Kendrick's song, I forgot what it was, but it was Kendrick. Just Kendrick on it. It was not Drake on it or anything. And it was like, wow, like like that was the first time I heard Kendrick and I was like, who the fuck is this? This guy's fire. And I went and looked and I saw, I went to section 80 and section 80 got me hooked. And then it was like, Oh shit, his debut album's coming out. Good kid, mad city. And I became a fan of Kendrick ever since, you know, but I love when Drake does that. He, he lets artists shine on, on his album and he doesn't touch the song. It's just their song. You know, Oh, um, you got no friends in the industry is, Oh God. <laughs> 
No Friends in the Industry is one of those songs that gets you hype. Gets you hype and feels like nobody can fuck with you or anything like that. So let's see what's going on in the chat. I missed a couple of things I said. And man, I said, hell yeah, wet ass penis. <laughs> no, no. No, don't do that. Let's move along. Yes, let's move along. Jokes, LOL. Uh, Danny goes, it takes me forever to check out new music, but I love Get Thrilled. Yeah, Get Thrilled is a classic. Oh, Danny, Danny's back. Danny's back. I said, okay, I'm done editing. I can finally change profiles. LOL. <laughs> Dope. You spit fire. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I I don't I don't do it enough because I have to be very heavily inspired to fucking write. Because other than that, it's not gonna come out. You know, I have to be in that mode. And usually I'm in that mode at like three, four o'clock in the morning, and then I get mad because I don't have enough time because I want to fucking go to sleep. So I don't have enough time to write. <laughs> and I get I get mad. I'm like, fuck. Like I wanna keep I wanna keep on writing, but I'm tired, you know. Knife Talk is a great song too. If like like with Project Pat in there, Twenty One Savage, Drake gets really fucking dark on that shit. Like fucking, he wants to kill people. It's <laughs> a so, spoiler alert. This guy dies, and I'm like, oh, oh, relax yourself, Drake, relax. And to me, I think the best bar, the best song bar for bar on this album is probably it's probably Seven AM on on Bridal Path, and. Boy, oh boy, did he go in. I've never seen Drake go in like that in a long time. Like, and he went in on Kanye too on that track. Like, he dissed the shit out of Kanye. And I'm like, Kanye, like, don't even try to come back. Don't even try to do say anything. Shut up. Because Drake will flame me. Jake Drake is that's the thing. People Drake is an easy guy to um make fun of you know but the thing about drake is that drake doesn't give a shit he laughs at himself look at the whole vid the prime example the whole video for for way too sexy is fucking like it's fucking hilarious and it's him poking fun at himself he's not taking this shit seriously you know but it, it that's the thing like people people like to make fun of him because he 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 is a butt of a lot of jokes, and I mean it is what it is. But he doesn't let that shit get to him, man. But he has so many fucking dope lines. I'm I'm pouring it up now, and I'm trying to find the certain lines that I can say and shit like that. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, let me see. If you guys listen to uh, Certified Lover Boy, tell me what songs did you like from the album. I'm curious. I want to see what was your favorite song in the album. What's your least favorite song in the album? Uh, I'm trying to find this fucking shit. He said, I can give a fuck about who's designing your sneakers and tees. Have somebody put you on the Gildan. You play with my seed. Everybody knows Gildan is the is the is the t-shirt, you know. The t-shirt, the the t-shirt manufacturer that you get the solid t-shirt, so you go put shit on it, you know, the gilded, put you on a gild and you play with my seed, yo. That's a, that's a dope bar. Um, I'm trying to find, the, I'm trying to find the bar that I read. Oh, the this this was the one of the biggest bars on there was 
give the address to your driver, make it your destination instead of instead of just a post out of desperation. He's talking about fucking Kanye posting up um Drake's address. Like who does that shit? You a cornball. Like Kanye is a cornball for that. Who does that shit, bro? Who does that shit? That's why Drake was like, yo, you gonna put my address up, at least fucking post up. Post up, come to my address. You you got my address, come come to me. Instead of putting that shit on a fucking uh, Instagram out of desperation. Cause you just want people, you just you don't know what else to do. Because Kanye ain't gonna that's the thing about Kanye. Kanye's not gonna really diss Drake. He's gonna send other people to diss him. He'll send Pusha T or somebody else to diss him. It's like shut up, bro. Let's get out of my face. Um there's another song. There's another one. There's a lot of ones. Oh, oof. It said uh it said, but let me digress on behalf of the association. I'll play it cool with you. Then mark uh blank like copenhagen jesus god what a fucking that's that denmark copenhagen copenhagen bar is just way too nasty way too nasty and he just he spit like that's the thing when drake just spits and just goes on like anytime he has a song with a a a time on it like 7 a.m on bridal path uh, 4 p.m. in uh, Calabasas or some shit like that. He's, you know, he's gonna go off. You know it. Uh, what else? What else? What other songs after that? He can, then uh, that raced my mind, which is another great song. Fountains is another. It's an islandy song, which is cool. It gets like a little change of pace to the album. It has the more of the views. Um, Drake with with the whole like island vibes and shit like that with Thames. Which Thames, if you haven't heard Thames, she's a fucking she's amazing. She's great. Um, get along better with um uh, with Ty Dolla Signs, great song. Um, you only live twice. I did not get this in the beginning, but you only live twice. Was featuring Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. I totally I totally forgot that. You only live once was with. Drake, Lil Wayne, and Rick Rick Ross. This is the sequel to that song. You only live twice, and they went ham on that shit, bro. Like it was, and that's the that's the one where where Swiss beats um where but Drake this Swiss beats too. I mean, you can't. This album was consistent with the bars, man. Consistently barred up, like even on the singing tracks, he had bars, bro. And that's what makes Drake the way he is. He's so versatile. He's so versatile, you know. He could do anything. Uh, then you have "I Miss You Too," featuring Kid Cudi, which was long awaited. I'm so happy they squashed that b- beef because I love Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is amazing to me. He's one of my favorite artists, especially during that time, you know, in middle school. Oh no, high school it was early high school. Listening to Kid Cudi got me through some shit, you know. Pursuit of happiness and day day and night. Come on, that's just classic shit. Um. Last two, the last song, fucking fans, and then the remorse, great songs. But so, all in all, I think Drake's album to me, it's just on first viewing, it's good. On second view, on second hearing, it's it's on second listen, it's great. On third listen, it's fucking amazing. On fourth listen, it just gets better and better and better and better as they go, 
as the more I listen to it, the more it's becoming one of my favorite albums of the year. Top five Drake album. Well, not top five because he only has six LPs. So I will say top three for sure. To me, it would be for personal reasons, Take Care is number one. Number two is Nothing Was the Same. And I think I'll put Certified Lover Boy number three right now. And I'm being completely honest with you as a big time Drake fan. So, and and Take Care, I have it as a 10 out of 10. Nothing was the same. I have it as a 10 out of 10. And I give Certified Lover Boy a 9 out of 10 stars. That's how much I fucking love this this uh, album and how much it's grown on me the more I hear it. And it's just overall better. I know it's totally different sonically, but it's a better album to listen to than Kanye's album. It, tr- it truly is. If you're going to listen to an album on repeat, you're going to listen to fucking Certified Lover Boy. You're not listening to Donda unless you are heavy Drake, unless you're a heavy Kanye West fan. It's just, it, it is what it is, you know? So those are my two reviews for Donda and Certified Lover Boy, right? So which one do you guys think is best? Which one uh, do you think uh, Donda's better than Certified Lover Boy? Do you think Certified Lover Boy is a terrible album? Do you think it's it's great, but not as great as I say it? Do you think Donda is just a terrible album? Or do you think it's better than I thought it was, you know? Let me know in the comments below. Let me know in the chat. Anybody in the chat, how you feel if you listen to it. So we'll see. Um, Danny Danny says Drake uh, knows he's a living meme. Yeah, he knows it. He plays to it. He knows he's an actor too, so he knows. That's a, like people don't give Drake a lot of credit, man. Drake can fucking act. He can. Oh, he can't dance. That, that sucks. But he could. He could. He could spit, and he could sing. I mean, come on, man. What else? What else do you more want from Drake, bro? Amanda goes, I didn't listen yet, to be honest. Life too busy. Maybe I'll listen tomorrow. Yeah, give it a give it a give it a uh, shot. I'm curious to see what other people think. I'm a Drake stand, so for me, is it's always hard to judge these um albums without that bias, but I always try to the best I can, you know. I always try to the best I can when it comes to Drake, you know. My friend Kells. Who's, who who um, usually was doing the show with me in the beginning, um, and we'll we'll start the more the more and Kel show pretty soon is gonna come out in October. Like I said, don't know when in October, but it's coming. But we were talking about it, and I remember in the beginning he didn't he didn't he thought the album was okay, but he liked it. He didn't like it as much, right? And then over time, he kept much each of the songs grew on him and grew on him and grew on him to the fact that this is one of his favorite drake albums which in the beginning he was already like shitting on it and didn't really didn't really like it as much he liked some songs especially the 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 bar for the bar heavy songs you know which were, were dope cuddy's the best man yeah cuddy's i love cuddy i love cuddy i always did solo dolo hell yeah he's the, he's the, he's he's great man he's great for also like emo rap kids like kid cutty's like one of the one of the goats for that man but yeah so we're done with the album the donda and 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 certified lover boy review now i'm this show is gonna go over because i'm gonna get to one of my favorite things that's happened this week the playstation showcase so playstation had a showcase what was it thursday was it thursday i don't think or was it friday 
tell me in the comments if anybody's in here. Was it Thursday or Friday? I don't remember because the days fly by. Uh, fly by. I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday. They had a showcase of uh, a lot of the new games, stuff that's coming out. And we had four big, like, for me, four big re uh, reveals was one of them was Knights of the Old Republic Remake. I've never played the original uh, KOTOR. Never played it. But I always hear how much of a fucking amazing game it is. So I'm so happy that PlayStation, I don't know if it's an exclusive or if it's um gonna uh is uh, I don't know if it's a PlayStation exclusive or it's gonna be a timed exclusive and it's gonna eventually be on Xbox and PC. I will think it's gonna be on PC, which if it's on PC is eventually gonna go to Xbox. So I don't know that. I think it's based, I think it's a time exclusive. I, I would think so, especially with Star Wars. So I would think it's a time exclusive. Um so I never played KOTOR, and honestly, I don't know the story. I don't know anything. So I'm really excited to play this when it comes out because I that I I like the Star the best Star Wars game to me was um what was the name of the song the 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 game fuck it was the last one that they really came out with well uh, uh Jedi First Order was it something like that no not First Order shit what was the name of that game anybody could tell me in the com in the in the chat what was the game star wars fuck let me i'm gonna look it up not right now because this is gonna bother the hell out of me so let me see star wars star wars game let's see star wars game star wars game oh yeah that's what it was it was star wars jedi fallen order that was a great fucking game campaign was great i can't wait to expand on that i know they're gonna definitely have a part two with that it just makes sense it's characters spoiler alert are still alive so, so i would think they're gonna fucking do it again so that's exciting they had a couple of other like little announcements like gt gta 5 and um gta online are um remastered for the ps5 got pushed back to march of next year so it wasn't gonna come i think it was supposed to come on december or november of this year but they pushed it back to next year which is fine hi I just want a new fucking. I just want new GTA. Just give me new GTA. I know they're coming out because they already talked about the remastered versions of the trilogy, which is uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which I can't wait for because I haven't played those games in decades. At this point, that's what it feels like. Decade, well, technically decade because yeah, when those game came out, like over a decade and a half. Like 15 years probably the last time those games came out. So I was younger and I didn't really remember a lot of the you know story and everything. So I'm really curious to see how that shit is. To see how they remaster it too. I'm, I'm very curious because DTA is fucking awesome. And I think they're just I think they're just doing this too because they're trying to satisfy the fans because they they're trying to get the, G, the GTA 6. It's come GTA 6 is coming. It's just they, they want to give something for the fans to chew on because they know we've been craving for new fucking for part six already. It's like, fuck GTA Online. Like, I don't play that shit. I don't play that shit. And this is like, it's old already. Yo, the for, the Grand Theft Auto came out for the, for the 360 and the PS3. That shit is old, bro. That shit is old as shit. <laughs> like, we had three generations of consoles already. 
with this with this game. It's like, yo, give me a new GTA already. What's going on, bro? Like, I don't know what happened to the like back when they made Vice City and all that stuff. It was like back to back to back. It was like we we didn't have to wait that long for Grand Theft Auto games. Now we gotta wait like twenty years, like it feels. It's like, come on, man, get it together. Get it together, Rockstar. And while you at it, and while you at it, if you're making a if you're making a, a remaster version of GTA trilogy, can you please remaster probably my favorite game of yours, which is Red Dead Redemption? Please. Because Red Dead Redemption 2 is fucking amazing. And it's a prequel. So it'll be great for the people who played the uh, who played Red Dead Redemption 2 to actually play the first one, where it's the continuation of part two. And you remake the first one remaster it and bring it out and people who haven't played the first one could play it after playing the second one like it, it's please just give it to me please I, I i love that game and i'm not gonna go back and play it i'm not a big fan of playing older games because especially you get so used to you get so spoiled with great graphics these days that it's just like it's hard it's hard to play an old game unless it's like unless it's like a super mario or it's like one of those games like a nintendo game fine I really don't care how old it looks. But when it comes to games that's supposed to look real, like a fucking Grand Theft Auto or shit like that, it's like, nah, fam, nah, fam. I need, I need, I need, I need updated graphics. I need fucking Last of Us Part Two type graphics. <laughs> Man, I go, oh shit, new GTA. I hope so. Pretty soon, I, I will say, I. But it's 2021 now, right? 2021. I I want to say no, uh, probably 2024, 2025. I hope um, I hope it's sooner, and maybe 2023, maybe. But I know how long Rockstar Rockstars take to make make uh, GTA, so I would think probably 2004, 2024. Or 2025. So around there. Damn. Damn, Mo. Making me feel old. Sorry. (laughs) You don't fuck around in Vice City. Hell no. Hell no. You don't. Hey, hey. What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Thanks for joining. Shout out to Rob. Leonard Kim in the building. The more Pokemon games we get, the better. That's another thing. You can never get tired of Pokemon games. The Di- Diamond and Pearl is coming out, right? The new Diamond and Pearl. So I can't wait. Is everybody still on? Because it's showing me zero views. Just let me know if you guys are still on. Or it's just me fucking up on my end. <laughs> but shout out to Leonard Kim. Shout out for coming in here. Pokemon games are fucking awesome. Can't go wrong with Pokemon games. Um. So other news. So we got. I talked about the uh, Knights of the Old Republic game remake coming out uh, another i don't insomnia games are coming in and are just fucking pulling their dick out like yo i'm the shit like they're like nobody's fucking with us how yo when they showed the trailer for marvel's wolverine i shit i went fucking nuts like because the opening scene it has the credit it shows insomnia games and then it shows the Marvel, and I'm like, oh shit, Spider-Man. I'm like, Spider-Man, new Spider-Man. Yeah, f- happy. 
And then all of a sudden it cuts to like a bar scene and everybody's on the floor. Sorry, I gotta switch. Ugh. Everybody's on the floor and all chairs broken up. Or it looks like a brawl is happening. And I'm watching. I'm like, this doesn't feel like Spider-Man. This doesn't feel like Spider-Man. What's going on? This is weird. So I go and I go and, I, and they, they cut to the guy. And the guy's wearing a cowboy hat, flannel. And I'm like, is this who I think it is? And I'm watching it and watching it. And all of a sudden, the guy comes behind him with a knife and pulls out the knife. And then they cut to the, uh, the guy's hands. And all of a sudden, they go, chink. And this freaking, the blades come out. And I lost my shit. I'm like, holy shit. We are getting a fucking, um, we're getting a fucking um, Wolverine game with the same engine as Spider-Man? Give it to me right now, bro. Give it to me right now. I want that shit right now. I know. I already know the gameplay on that shit is going to be fire. Fire. Glenn Caesar comes in. What, what up, everyone? I hope you'll join Sir Joker and I on Rob's YouTube when the show is done. Yeah, go go over to, to see Sir Joker and Glenn talk. That should be a great episode of Everyday Experts. Should be fun to watch. So whenever you guys are done here, you guys could go right over there. That'll be dope. Peace out for now. Peace out, Glenn. Um, Dan Danny. Oh, sing, sing, yo, I lost it, man. I was like, oh my god. And then, and then, come after that, they go and they show a Gran Turismo trailer, which looks beautiful. And I'm like, yo, this is awesome. But I'm still on the high of Wolverine. And then they come, and the next shit pops up. PlayStation Studios. I'm like, okay, let's see what else they got. Insomniac Games, and I'm like, Insomniac Games again. I was like, didn't we just see him? And then I saw Marvel again. I was like, I was like, don't tell me they're doing this. And then when they cut, like at first I thought, which a lot of people thought it was, um, thought it was infamous. I know a lot of reactors and everything was like, yo, is this infamous? Is this the new infamous? And then and then especially they saw the electricity, and electricity is like a thing. Uh, inf I never played infamous, but I guess it's an infamous power and stuff like that. And then when they showed the Spider-Man suit, I was like, holy shit. And then they showed Miles Morales suit, and I was like, it's what I thought it was going to be, a co-op. It's probably going to be a co-op. I was like, we're going to be able to play as both Miles and Peter. Give me that right now. And then we hear somebody talking in voiceover, and I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. It sounds like Craven the Hunter. And I think Craven the Hunter is in this game some way, shape, or form. And we go, and he's talking, giving this monologue. Talking about I I I I'm trying to find a worthy match. That's what Craven the Hunter says. Then it cuts to like they look in an alley and it gets dark and you hear oh uh, something about we're ready or some shit like that. And I was like, I fucking knew it. It's Venom. And then they show Venom's face and it was like, give me this game right now. 2023 can't come fast enough. Like that's gonna be one hell of a fucking game. One hell of a game, man. And then they showed, on top of that, the next game, they showed God of War Ragnarok. They actually showed gameplay. And God of War Ragnarok is going to be probably one of the best games of that year. Bar none. I think it comes out next year. So it's going to be fun. Does it come out next year or this year? I don't know. One of the two, is, as long as it comes out soon, I don't really care. Um, But, yeah, that's it for the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for for 
commenting. If you guys left any donations or anything in the Streamlabs, I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, the next on the next live show. If not, all good. I'm just glad you guys are watching. <laughs> if you guys want to sign up to my Patreon, the Patreon link is in the will be in the description. It's up here if you need it. The Big Mo Network. You guys can search it on Patreon if you need to. Um, also, um, the Discord link will be in the description as well. It's free for anybody to join me. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Big Mo 104 on Instagram. Um, also, I have the podcast um, um, feed on Anchor. I have it down below. Um, so it's going to be dope. Let me see and read a couple more comments. I love the look of Thor. Yes, I like that they, they're not doing a buff Thor and like uh fucking like straight up like Chris Hemsworth Thor. They're doing like basically like he looks like a bodybuilder and shit like that. He looks like he's got the big gut and everything, but he looks fucking powerful. Gregory Castillo, que pasa, baby girl? <laughs> what up, Gregory, bro? What's up? Shout out. I'm sorry you came late, but shout out anyway. Thanks for thanks for coming through. Uh, looks like a strongman. Yes, he does. Uh, Matt got to bounce. Have a great night, everyone. Peace out, Matt. Um, and everyone else, peace out. I'll see you. Have a great night. Love you all. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And peace out, motherfuckers.